Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's, uh, it's a special episode in a lot of ways. Uh, we're talking games, people, and we've got the special guest of the Games Keeper himself. JK's here. We're going to get up to date with games, so everything that's going on currently, everything that's been going on, and everything that's to come. It's an action-packed episode, that's for sure. Uh, so yeah, this was done using the social distancing method of video call, so YouTube watchers, get yourselves over to YouTube and watch the video, because there is a video. While you're there, obviously subscribe, get somebody else to subscribe, get somebody else to subscribe, and so on, and so on, and so on. So here we go, this is CookieCast Games Keeper. There we go. James Keep. JK yes. to his friends. Indeed. How the devil are you, sir? Good, actually. Yeah, pretty good. Um, I'm actually quite enjoying lockdown. I get to play a lot of games. So it's really good. Because nobody can see what I'm up to. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those so things. I'm working, but I'm playing. So it's kind of. Playing is also now my work. It's one of those things, isn't it, that um, lockdown kind of suits some people and doesn't suit others, so it's a bit... Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, I, I'm enjoying it. It's great. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't possibly comment. So... Um, but there's loads of news, but loads of news, but loads to cover. Yeah, obviously we were, oh excuse me, <coughs> we were going to talk, um, well we were discussing how we were going to go about doing something like this, and yeah. uh, we started putting, you know, you had a list, I had a list, there was lists, and then very quickly it appeared that it was going to be quite meaty. Um, yeah. So, here we are. Um, yeah. Yeah. As for uh, I've, I've already said to you As for current stuff <coughs> That's going to be super awesome you got the I've got the virus I'm full of virus Yeah it is I, I feel like you've got the virus I've got hay fever Which <laughs> I've got hay fever that masks itself As a, a tickly cough um, Right uh, like I was saying, I was saying to you, um, for as, as far as current games are concerned, I'm not. I've not been playing a huge amount of variety. I played one game for about five weeks. Um, um, I mean, I got the VR for my birthday, mm-hmm. so on the thirty first of March, I actually got the, the VR two days before the world closed down. Perfect so, timing. Yeah, I've actually been playing loads of stuff, but mostly VR stuff. I mean, I've still been on my Xbox, but. Um, I've been on PlayStation a lot more while I do VR. It's really, really undermarketed because it's it's really good. For me, it is the, the new way of gaming. Yeah, it really it's, is. It's great. I've got some great FPSs on there. There's some cool RPGs. It's just, it's really, really good. I, I don't know why more people don't have it. I mean, we've obviously always played it at Senor Dentures, and it's always been pretty good, but 
the PSVR is massively underrated because it's really good. I think largely when it comes to VR as a genre, it's massively underrated. It really is. Yeah, there are some beautiful games out there. Some beautiful games. And, and um, the environments are just amazing. And then, yeah, okay, some of them give you motion sickness, but not many. I've been playing some pretty crazy shit. There's only a few games that give me motion sickness, but not that many. Um, yeah, it's, it's good. I've been playing Farpoint. Really. Is that the sh- that's the shooter? Yeah. When the you camp. fight that massive spider monster, it's just, you feel like you're going against the Rancor. It's massive. I was actually like, oh my god, this thing is huge. It's brilliant. Well, I played, <laughs> I played the um, Vader Immortals where you do fight the Rancor. Right. <laughs> so it's like... I can imagine that's, oh. well, that's coming to PS uh, in the autumn. So is it coming as one game? Yeah. Yeah, that's how it yeah, sh- yeah. At this point in time now, it should be sold as one game. Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. And another game that's worth playing if you want to scare the crap out of yourself is The Exorcist. Oh, the wow. The Exorcist on PlayStation is such a scary game. It's so scary. It's brilliant. It's done in uh, chapters. I think each chapter is about four quid. But oh, it's right. really, really scary. Like, I'm like, you know me, I'm not scared. I was scared. <laughs> I was like, this is scary. I, I don't want to slide it around the corner. And you're like, eh, well, maybe I'll just come back to it. I'll come back later, yeah, thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's good. And then, then Iron Man has dropped uh, the demo today. Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't play it because uh, move controllers are rarer than plutonium in York. So... I've just pre-ordered uh, the Iron Man Move Controller Bundle from Game for 90 quid. So it's the game plus two controllers, uh, which is which is actually a bit of a godsend because at the moment Move Controllers sell on Amazon for 160 quid to 180 quid. Yeah, because they're just they just don't exist anywhere. They're so rare. Um, wow. Sony fucked up by not putting those with the. Selling a VR headset without that, to me, is like selling it without the camera. Because I would say 50% of games require move controllers. So it's a bit of a shame. But July, I'll have move controllers. It's not that bad off now, is it? So, yeah, so I can't tell you how good Iron Man is or isn't. I wouldn't play it. Um, But from what I've seen on the net today, the buzz is very positive. You get to be Iron Man. And obviously the VR gives you like the inside of his helmet so you actually are right <laughs> so that's cool um, nice. yeah so that's that's my little vr out there it is well, hey if you haven't got vr people go and get it because it's amazing so today is the or at the moment is the one year anniversary of the quest ah, so um there is a sale um on today for the next three days um, so I'm, I love a sale so I was looking through it and I was like there's a game on there that I've been toying with getting anyway so I think after after this or after I've sort of uploaded this to the world I'll uh, maybe dip into that well lockdown has been amazing for games there's been so many free games and sales and 
chip you in a way, it's, it's off the chart. Um, GTA 5 has been free on the PC for the last month. Yeah. PlayStation have done God knows how many sales with up to 70% off. Xbox have given away loads of stuff. They've, it's been really, really, if you're a gamer, um, this lockdown is the best that you can get an entire back catalogue for practically nothing. Uh, I've never seen so many sales on everything. Season passes, complete games, like tons of stuff, loads and loads of stuff. Like there's, there's just free stuff pops up every day. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> In other news, Ubisoft last Friday launched a court case to sue Apple and Google for a Rainbow Six copy. And by Monday, the guilty party had already pulled their game down because I think they don't want to go to court with Ubisoft. Because basically what's happened is uh, they've done they've done this game which is literally I've looked at screenshots at it it is literally Rainbow Six they've just called something else and so Ubisoft has said you know guys this this is not on so Apple and Google have pulled their game and have, they announced on Wednesday that um, they're going to do some news up we're going to do some work on it and and make some adjustments so they've basically got to make it not look like Rainbow Six. <laughs> I think so I saw I some was, uh, a couple of map comparisons, and the the maps were identical. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they, it was really fast. Like I say they filed on Friday, and by Monday the game was down. And Wednesday, the company who were being sued made an announcement to say, "Yeah, we're, we're not going to do anything with it, and anyone who's already bought it can get a full refund." It's a mobile game, interestingly. So it's not like it's you know a PC game. Or anything. It's a mobile game, but it is literally. <laughs> so, anyone out there who wants to copy Ubisoft, don't. <laughs> Can you imagine what that lawsuit would have looked like? Hi, we're Ubisoft. This is our four million lawyers, and yeah. they're all the best in the business. Well, interestingly, I obviously read more about this, and it says that suing for. Uh, games basically saying that one game looks like another game is really difficult because there are so many loopholes artist interpretation exactly um but whoever copied it literally has said we don't want to go to court with this we'll just take it down so they must have been pretty damn sure that they'd copied it because <laughs> yeah. otherwise if, if you if you didn't you'd just be like well actually this guy's gun is different and this guy's mask is different so but they they didn't even want to go down that road so they literally said no nah, so yeah, it's pretty scary. <laughs> so yeah, don't don't, um, don't don't try and copy Ubisoft, boys and girls, because you will get taken down. And just very quickly, it's also the fifth year anniversary of The Witcher Three. It is. Yes. Mm. Yes. Just sort of put that in there. The Witcher Three that sold five hundred and thirty-one percent more after the TV series came out. Yeah, um, and I think currently it's on sale. Um, CD Projekt Red valued at uh, 1.8 billion or 8 billion? Something like that. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, happy birthday, Geralt. <laughs> and that's it. So yeah, now we can actually start with the agenda. That's my latest news I wanted to just pop in there. I was just looking over it. It's uh, it's meaty so we should uh, we should jump in. We should. Where would you like to start? Um 
Um, do you want to talk Assassin's Creed, since that's top of the list? Yeah. So, as everybody probably has seen by now, Assassin's Creed Malhalla is coming. Um, it was showcased on next-gen consoles, so uh, it looks looks nice. Uh, it, but it is also going to be on the standard PS4, Xbox, PC. Uh, from what I've got so far, interestingly, there is some some um, queries that, although it is prepared for next-gen consoles, it's actually running at 30 frames a second instead of 60 frames a second. Yeah. Because they've said that they would rather have a really crisp 4K resolution. However, they also said this might change. They, they might adjust it in time for release, but it's released for autumn. So, or well, it says holiday 2020, so... So I'd be surprised if they're going to change that frame rate. So it's weird because they've designed it for a next-gen console and yet they're only running I mean, it still looks nice, but it's just a weird thing to do and then say, well, we just want it in 4K. It's almost like they they can't be bothered. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's more into it than that. Um, the trailer had 100 million views in the first day. So that's pretty good. And I've read some interesting stuff uh, earlier this week. So I've obviously been trolling the net looking at stuff. And at the beginning of the week, we got I got some information saying that the map is going to be a lot smaller than Odyssey because players complained that the Odyssey map was too big and full of nothing. Um, so, and this was confirmed because fans weren't happy. So Ubisoft then replied on Wednesday saying that this is the biggest map ever. Um, you'll be able to go to the whole of England, including York, York. Yeah. Yeah, uh, London, and also a large part of Norway is also obviously going to be in it. And um, they're saying it's the biggest map they've ever done. He couldn't give exact scale, but he said it's bigger than than uh, Odyssey. So I don't know where that that first bit of information came from. That bit of, well, fans were unhappy, so they've made a smaller, a smaller map. Um, but this was a Julian Lafayette which is the Ubisoft producer. Uh, he says that this is definitely the biggest map they've done, uh, and, it, and it looks cool. And there's also going to be secret worlds included in the map. So probably Valhalla, I'm saying, I would say, possibly. Maybe. Um, yeah, there's a fan favourite coming back to the game, which is Social Stealth. So that was where you could hide in the crowd, you know, like wearing your hood or whatever. Um, apparently they said it will return, but with a twist. I mean, the twist will be that a Viking can't really hide in a crowd, I would think. <laughs> they, they stick out like... Yeah, they might be able to hide in a crowd of Vikings. <laughs> right. Whereas so, with Vikings. <laughs> so I think that's going to be fun. Uh, yeah. Um, there's some new characters, obviously. Uh, it looks like you can play as a male or female. Because interestingly, uh, there's a bloke throughout the entire trailer. But the special edition is a model of a woman. So, a bit like Odyssey, where the model was a female assassin. So, um, and, and as last edition, uh, editions run from 49 quid to 179. So, not the original 199, which Odyssey was, it's 179. Yeah, um, 179 edition obviously comes with the figure on the front of a, a Viking narrowboat. There are some other little models in there. They look like trinkets and you know like necklaces and stuff there's some maps there's quite a big a4 what looks like an a4 artwork part of the soundtrack 
I mean, soundtracks go straight to Spotify, so I don't know who needs a CD soundtrack anymore. Obviously, the game with all the downloads. So the, the deluxe edition is ninety nine quid. So and that comes with obviously the digital downloads, the season pass, and all that stuff. Um, I found that I bought Odyssey at forty quid, and then I got the season pass for three quid when it was on sale. Wow! So, and that was less than a year later. So I would say, why get a hundred and seventy nine pound version? I do like the figure, but it basically means that the figure is seventy nine quid. Because if the game is 99 quid with all the stuff, you're basically paying 79 quid for a figure and a couple of postcards, really, which I'm not sure if that's worth it. Uh, which was a problem I had with Odyssey. Because if I, if you remember when I got the special edition of Origins, that was 99 quid. Yeah. And that was with everything and the Bayek figure. Whereas now they've gone up by almost 100 pounds. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not sure that's, that's really good. But other than that, the game looks nice. Uh, it looks like it's going to be fun. Uh, I'm a bit worried that they're back to their old hat of releasing a game every year or so. It feels like they turn them over really quickly. And that the fact that even with all the lockdown, they've still been able to turn it out. And a lot of other companies have kind of backed off on releasing their games. These guys are like, we're still going for a winter release. So that, that worries me a little bit. Uh, but only because of what happened to Breakpoint. So, you know, Assassins is generally pretty solid, so you'll see, and everyone has wanted Vikings for a long time. Yeah, yeah I mean, I've commented on this in the past, um, where I've said, to me, this was a blatant attempt to cash in on God of War. Mm. Um, I mean, Ubisoft announced this as their next game, mo literal moments after the success of God of War to the point that they were gonna they were gonna call it Ragnarok yeah, it and then um, the the people that were making the next um, God of War were like sorry we've already taken the name Ragnarok and it's in our promotional material if you look hard enough mm. um, yeah I mean they seem to be reusing a lot of stuff this is gonna have naval combat um, like you know for Assassin's Creed 4, Odyssey, and all of that, because you can go shore to shore. So naval combat has kind of been done. Uh, and, and I think that the Assassin's part of the storyline has kind of been lost yeah. in the last two. In Origins, it was sort of there. You, you got a bit of like information of where the Brotherhood came from. I didn't really see any of that in Odyssey, particularly. I've said it a lot. Um... Odyssey shouldn't have the Assassin's Creed name on it. No, I just feel that they, they, they're now combat games, yeah. which is fine. I like them, but I don't know if they I, I, the, the I, Assassin's Creed name, so we'll see what happens. I thoroughly enjoyed Odyssey. Uh, I'm, yeah. I seem to remember naming it my game of the year, rightly or yeah, wrongly. Further down the line, I might have had a different opinion of that. Um, just I think because in the beginning, neither of us liked it. Yeah, um, but I still stand by what I said before it came out. I don't think it should have been called Assassin's Creed. I think it should yeah. have been uh, and I think if maybe they a spin-off. Yeah, I think if they don't go back to the, the Assassin's format, so to speak, uh, then they may have to start rebranding it and <laughs> just calling it Creed. 
How many people would argue with that? Yeah, um, I, I don't know. I mean, they, obviously Ubisoft made the decision. It's possible that Assassin's Creed is their their line, a bit like Ghost Recon. Ghost Recon is always guys from you know Delta Squad or whatever. It's been you know you've had a future soldier and all sorts. So yeah. maybe now they're just heading down that direction. It's just got the Assassin's Creed name. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much all the news there is on it. Um, there's a few trailers, there's a little bit of gameplay out there on YouTube, but it, it, I just find that you ruin the surprise if you want to watch all that stuff. I'd rather just wait until you Yeah, I, um, I mean, I, I passed comment to you about the fact that um, that Assassin's Creed trailer looks amazing. But what I said off the back of that was how many people made the trailer, how much time was put into it, how much money was put into it, and if you took all three of those elements and put them into the game, what percentage would the game be better? You know, 30% better or whatever. I'd rather see a fantastic, well-made, well-polished, thorough, playable experience yeah, that's what I was saying about them, them releasing them quickly. I, I, yeah. don't, I don't know why they do that. I mean, Odyssey is still being played a lot. It's still got legs. You know, they still do. It's still a good, solid game. So why why do you need to release I mean, the theory is maybe they've been working on this for five years in the background, and I'm sure Ubisoft have got several teams working on what's going with the games all the time. Years so, ago, they said that they had three teams that were at all times working on Assassin's Creed. Yeah, well, I read a, a, um, a post this week, I can't remember the name of the company, but it was a biggish company, and they said that in the next five years, they're looking to release 96 games in five years. That's massive. I mean, the post did say that not all of these games will, will see the light of day, but if even 50% of those does, that's a huge turnover of games. And that worries me, because I think that the quality of game you're going to get is probably pretty crappy. I mean, one thing I found about VR is a lot of the games are really, really short. And I'm finding yeah. that a lot of the RPG games, the storylines are really short. They just fill it with needless side quests rather than doing a really good, solid story. Which is a shame, because we games used to be a good way of storytelling. And I think we've lost that a little bit in yeah. some games. Not all games, but some. But, yeah, we'll see, I guess. Like I say, it comes out uh, yeah winter, autumn, winter this year. So they usually see. they usually release November, October, November. Yeah, yeah. Um, Origins came out in October, the end of October, and I think Odyssey was early November. So yeah, that fits. So, but holiday could mean Christmas to coincide with Cyberpunk coming out in Septemberish. Because they might not want to release it alongside Cyberpunk. Because I think whether that's good or not, it's going to dominate. Yeah, you got to stay stay well clear of that. Mm. I think um, Cyberpunk will dominate, but that's for another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> not getting into Cyberpunk. <laughs> um, so you wanted to talk about Divinity Two. So I was saying, you know, um, we're kind of like the polar opposites at the moment in lockdown. Um, I had this this thing right at the start of lockdown. I could not settle on a game for for, for anything. I couldn't settle. 
And speaking of, of, of the Assassin's Creed games, I went through three Assassin's Creed games in as many days. Funnily enough, Origins, Odyssey and Syndicate. Okay, so I, really I put Origins on and I, I just couldn't play it. The controls for that game are so... I always refer to it as Diet Assassin's Creed because the <laughs> controls, they, they've stripped so much out of the controls in that game that you barely play it. Yeah, that's true. And everything the only that's... The thing I wish that somebody had stolen from Assassin's Creed Origins was putting the fast travel into Red Dead. But anyway... Yeah, it's that it's that thing that the for everything that was good about it, it was not a great playing experience. But when you're presented with here's the latest Assassin's Creed game, you play it. Mm. When you when you're like me and you're staring at multiple Assassin's Creed games, if that's one of your options, it's not necessarily going to be the one you play. That's true, that's true. So I then went on to play in Odyssey. Yeah. To start off with, I was like, I'm not, I'm not loving it because of the. I don't like the whole rage thing. You know, it's like it's not rage, but it's like you know, like a power bar. Yeah. Where it builds up and then you can unleash like a power. Yeah, it's like it's like superpowers, isn't it? It's a bit like. It's just like Mortal Kombat. I don't really want that in Assassin's Creed. So I played that for a couple of days, and I'm like. It's okay, I could continue playing this. But what I really wanted to play was Syndicate. Um, so I deleted the save that I had for Syndicate. And uh, started the game fresh from the beginning. Like I've done a few times before. Playing it, enjoying it. Um, finding some issues with the mechanics of the game. It's like I don't remember it being like this. I find the block is really easy. Assassin's Creed, either the block is really shit and you can't count or it's on the other end of the spectrum where you just press B and you block everything. Yeah. So you know when you do the fist fights, if you do that, you can literally block every single attack yeah. and count them. So it makes that kind of, it's fun at the beginning, but then it's boring because you just kind of go dick, dick, yeah. dick. So things like that are weird, but the story was really good and the characters were great. Yeah. So I was, I was kind of like, because I'd been through, at that point in time, I must have been through about 10 games. Just putting stuff on, installing it, getting it up to date, getting all any DLCs or anything like that. Start playing it again. Don't want to play this. And that was just, that was just the start of lockdown for me. And I was starting to get a bit like, this isn't a good sign, this isn't good. You know, I was playing stuff for like a few days and then just going, I don't want to play it anymore. So I was relaying this to Sam and he was like I feel like you need something different something outside of your your, your comfort zone outside the box sort of thing um, he's like I can recommend you a game um, I believe that the <laughs> the game um, Divinity 2 Original Sin made its way to the consoles he's like uh, you know it's a turn based RPG um, it's a great game, it's a really good reviews, all this on the other. So I was like, let me have a look. Amazon was selling it for less than £20. So I was like, okay, we're off to a good start. Started looking at reviews, and this is a game that scores perfect scores. 
you know, I think I think the lowest score I saw for this game was nine point five out of ten. Oh wow! It was just across the board, absolutely murdering. Mm. And I was like, turn-based RPG, not my go-to of games. But I'm not saying I'm not going to play one. You know, I, I really enjoy um, RTS. You know, I really enjoy real-time strategy games. Um, some of my favourite games are RTS. Yeah. So I'm like, do you know something? I'm going to roll the dice. I'm going to roll the dice on this game for less than £20 for an almost perfect scoring game. Let's do it. Turned up a couple of days later, got it installed, and away we go. And that was basically me for five weeks. Wow. Um, it's, yeah, but it's, it, you know, it's the kind of game where I was playing for so long and I did something and it was like, oh, you, you failed. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, I'm like, I'll try again then. And they're like, no, no, you failed. It's like, all right, well, I'll go and do something else. Played for an hour and a half, picked up a couple of characters, um, learned some magic, went back. I was like, right, I'll do it again. They're like, no, you failed. Like, uh, really not getting what's happening here. Looked up online and it's like, if you fail the arena, that's it. That, that's that. The, ga the game is over for you. <laughs> I'm like, mm. so the bit where I went away for an hour and a half and did a load of other stuff, a load of side missions, collected a load of characters, leveled up a couple of times. Oh, shit. So I had to load the save before I went to the arena and then do everything I'd done oh. things like that I've had I've had characters that have died like why is this character dead because you can resurrect people but yeah. couldn't resurrect this character like why is this character dead jump on the internet uh, what happened here uh, if you don't speak to that person when you arrive at the island they don't tell you how to save them later on and they die go through my list of saves Hmm, hour and a half ago that I arrived at the island, wasn't it? Oh, man. <laughs> there are so many things in it like that, and it tells you nothing. nothing. It doesn't yeah. tell you anything. But does that, make it, does, that, does that make it fun and playable, or does it just make it frustrating? So, what I would say is, I simultaneously loved and hated it as a game. So I got a walkthrough quite early on. Now, I'm playing this game out of my depths, out of my elements, out of my intelligence bracket. Things like this is how I've started this game, and I'm like... Uh, so I got a walkthrough really early on. And even with a walkthrough, there'd be times I'd be like looking at the walkthrough, playing the game, looking at the walkthrough, and I'd just be lost. And then... I'd be like, I'm gonna have to give up, or I'm gonna have to start. Yeah, I'm gonna have to give up. I'm gonna have to start this game from the beginning. I've been playing it for three weeks, and I'm gonna have to start again from the beginning. And at that point, at that literal moment that you're about to press the button to start the game again, it goes, "Fine, here have this bone." And then six hours later, you're like, "I should probably go to bed." And it's just that. <laughs> It was just that wow. for five weeks. That, that 
that sounds like something I'd like. I got to the last battle. I got to the very last battle. And I read the walkthrough first. It's like, go here, have a conversation, do this. Once you then get into this fight, it's two, two sections. Do this in the first section, and then do this in the second section. And I got obliterated. One of my characters died. I've got three characters left who are literally holding on by a shoestring. Went into the second battle, and one of the guys is like, um, Do you remember when you fought the Kraken earlier and it buggered off? Fucking Kraken, big as the fucking screen appears. It's like, hey, uh, Do you remember all the bosses that you fought up to this point? I was like, I've got a dead character, three characters who are about to check out what the fuck. So I tried it, died, tried it again, died, tried it again. So I, I can't believe it, I've played this game for five weeks, I've got to the, the end, the last battle. I know it's the last battle, the walkthrough says so, and I can't do it. There's been a walkthrough. It was like, oh, by the way, if you do this, you skip the first section, you go straight to the second section. I'm going to give that a go. Gave that a go, and finished the game. <laughs> it was like, okay, and that is that is Divinity Two, to a T. One minute you are getting wiped off the face of the earth in seconds. Then you do. A slight change, do something slightly different, have a different conversation, walk it. Nice, it sounds good, I like the sound of that. It, it, to me, it feels like your sort of thing. Yeah. Turn based yeah. RPG, you know, not quite top down but side down. Yeah. Um, like looking a at. A bit like XCOM. Very much like XCOM. Like, yeah, right. think of XCOM but if, instead of like machine guns, it's mages and wizards and stuff. Yeah, right. Literally, it's like that. Still playing, still playing next one. I love that game. I've got it on my mobile as well. <laughs> and it's one of those. If somebody said to me, I, "I hate that game," I'd be like, "Yeah, me too." And if somebody was like, "Man, that's one of the best games ever made," I'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, it is." <laughs> you suck. <laughs> yeah, it's literally that is Divinity Two, to a T. My recommendation is. Pick it up while it's less than £20. Well, whether it is less than £20 at this point, I don't know. But it was when I bought it. Immediately go to the website. I think it's like Divinity 2 Wiki, whatever. Yeah. Get the walkthrough. Have a read through. Give it, you know. But always have it available. Have it on your phone. Have it on a laptop nearby when you're playing. Right. Follow it. I've already started it again. My intention is to, you know... Do it properly. Do it properly this time because I. The first, the I'm going to use the walkthrough less. There's a. There's a. There's probably an entire game a that like I've Ash missed. The evil dead sometimes uses yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so yeah, when we were when we were sort of saying like, um, we'll, talk, we'll talk about games. I was a bit like, I haven't got a lot to talk about. I've got a few VR things. I've been playing a little bit of VR, and like I say, there's a couple of things I'm going to pick up in this sale. Um, so I'm I'm using the VR for a bit of. Uh, I'm playing a I'm playing a boxing game, but I'm using it as part of my workout because it's brutal. Oh, 
okay. Like, cool? brutal. It's called Thrill of the Fight. I think, full price, it's £9. And I believe... Well, I know for a fact that it was it was a game that had for a very long time a perfect score. It had right, five you out. Move that, right? it, I imagine so. It had five out of five uh, on the Quest store, and I think it had something like uh, originally it had like eighteen hundred reviews, all of them five out of five. Um, right, cool. So playing that, I've been playing Pistol Whip, which okay. just great um, and then there's been a couple of things me and me and my eldest were playing Moss oh yeah I've just been playing Moss I love Moss that's really it's such a beautiful game yeah it's beautiful and it's um, beautiful at Christmas in the sale I got Journey of the Gods and I hadn't played okay. it until the other night I played the demo which is why I got it but I hadn't played yeah, the game a, if you look on demo disc 2 as well there's something called Star Child which is like Moss um have a look at it, beautiful. The demo's really short, um, but it, it's really, really nice. You basically play a little woman uh, from like the future, and it's, it's just beautiful. It's puzzle solving, a bit like, it's just like Moss, but with a person in the house. Uh, it's really, really nice. Yeah, nice. It's beautiful looking. Yeah, yeah, give that a bit. Cool. Um, and you were talking about Final Fantasy VII. Yes. I'm not a Final Fantasy fan, so this is going to be I I played Final Fantasy 7 originally I played Final Fantasy 8 um, and I how many Final Fantasies are there? 15 main 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 ones there's, there's probably like 30 of them but actual main numbered Final Fantasy games I think there's 15. Um, Why was 7 remade? Because of all of the Final Fantasy games, it is probably the most classic of the Final Fantasies. It's like, it defines the genre. Was it a PS2 game? PS1, I believe. Okay, right. Anyway, continue. So... I've seen nothing but Final Fantasy 7, Final Fantasy 7, remake, remake, remake. Mm. They've been making it for a bajillion years. Mm. So as it's coming up to being released, there's kind of a bit of hype going, and I'm like, yeah, don't mind a Final Fantasy game. Final Fantasy 7 was a great game. Maybe look at picking this up. Day of release, couldn't get a copy of it for love no money. Mm. So I was a bit like, that's kind of a good sign. Yeah. And then the reviews hit. It's and, not a good fan base though, is it? Yeah. And the reviews were... Um, they've basically remade the first five hours of Final Fantasy VII. And that's what they're selling you. And they, oh. are, they want £50 for the privilege. Wow. So I'm like... That's like a tenner an hour. Really? Is that... That can't be right. So I had, a, I had a look around and I was like looking for more reviews, more information. And that's basically it. They've given you the first section of the game. They're selling it at £50, which, you know, whichever way you want to slice it, that's a lot of money for a game yeah. that isn't yeah, complete. Is. 
that's yeah, not yeah. complete. And it's five hours. That's a that's a ten or an hour. And it's not even vaguely for a full game. Um, they are saying that they're going to make the hot, the rest of it. They're saying they're going to release the rest of it. What? They're going to want 50, 50 quid a, th a throw? Right. Is that going to be a thing? This game's going to cost you it's it's two, three, four hundred pounds to play? It, wow. it, it's kind of run away with itself somewhat. I think somebody's drinking their own Kool-Aid in this situation. <laughs> They're like, when we're making Final Fantasy VII, we can sell it for whatever the fuck we want, and we'll only make part of it, and then we'll just drip feed the rest. And it's like, have you lost your mind? Because I haven't, so I'm probably not picking that up anytime soon. Got that, got that bad that um, Sam's been modding the original version of Final Fantasy VII. Wow. Well, that brings me on quite nicely to Fallout 76 because we're talking about drip feeding. So you may or may not know that Fallout 76 had a massive update. I was aware of this. Which has added NPCs. NPCs. Which is what everybody wanted. Uh, apparently, initial reviews are good. People are enjoying this because they get to play the game. And Bethesda also released this week, uh, well, this week, end of last week, uh, their roadmap for the next few months. So they're doing something called Seasons, which sounds like a season pass or an add-on for the Sims. But basically, Seasons is, you've got summer, autumn, winter, and in each of these uh, seasons, there's like a, what looks like a board, a snakes and ladders board, or like a monopoly type board that you go around. And as you complete certain tasks within the 76 world, you earn weapons and caps and powers and stuff to buy cool stuff in your game. And it also gives you like some sort of storyline to follow. So rather than just aimlessly wandering around the world, you could you can do this. And originally it was said that they were gonna be you'd have to pay to play seasons. But Bethesda have confirmed that it's actually free. Um, so that's the first part of it. So that's kind of it's really complicated. When I read it I was like, this seems overly complicated. Yeah. Like, why, why do I want to do that? But it, it's kind of fun, but it, yeah, it looks kind of weird. Um, so that's going to be added anyway for everyone. So the whole season thing is going to be free. Um, 76 has been free to play all this week. So, you know, if anybody wants that, all this weekend is free as well. So if you want to have a look at how it's changed, just download it and have a look. Honestly, it's a totally different game to launch. While it's free, have a go. Um, and then after that, I think it's on sale and it's still like, um, by the autumn seemed a bit like not really sure what's going on with the autumn season but everyone is excited for Fractured Steel which is the Brotherhood of Steel story which releases in the winter apparently players are stoked for this um, oddly Fallout 76 has got a really loyal fan base and it feels like Bethesda are making updates for these seven guys <laughs> because they they They've tried so many different things. Um, they, they, the way you can pay it, the way they've monetized it, you can obviously have season pass. Then you have like uh, Fallout First, which was like a monthly subscription where you got like extra stuff. Uh, they've added downloads, which you could add. You could buy atoms, and then within the game, there are loads of things you could buy. A bit like a mobile game, 
if you want a certain skin at 79p or this or something like that like, um, or you can pay without you know within the game uh, it, it's yeah uh, it's crazy the next update is available for, the update now drops any it's dropped this week I think and it's available for 10 weeks for some part. and then after that I think it's going to be every 10 weeks for each season so I mean, it's still hanging in there, and they're still working on it. I just, I, I don't know what to say about it. <laughs> like, I want to go, oh, that's great. Like, yeah, it's really cool. But it's been such a cluster point that <laughs> it puts me off going back to it, because I've still got the game, and, I, and it just sits on my shelf gathering dust. Should I pop in and have a little look? I did have a look this week, obviously, to see what the update was like. Yeah, uh, it's nice. It feels like Fallout. There are some NPCs in there somewhere. Um, there are other players in the game, which apparently the new seasons thing focuses very much on you uh, wanting to join with other players so that you can get bigger rewards. Uh, I still think full socialization probably won't work because <laughs> it's never worked till now. But it's still one to watch because I think that the um, fractured steel will probably be worth playing. That sounds like it will be a really decent. So if you are a Fallout fan, that while it's free or super cheap, have, have a go. Yeah, that's, just wanted to throw that in there because it was such a big update. I felt it needed it needed to be out on the podcast because <laughs> it's huge. It's like it's a massive update. Yeah, from everything I saw, it was pretty substantial. Yeah, it, it's it's big. They've been doing a lot of um, like social media advertising and stuff from what yeah, I've seen. Yeah, and it, well, the, the um, trailer for uh, the new update thing is, is cool. It's really cool. It looks great. I was like, oh, I want to play that. <laughs> like, and I was like, oh, it's for us. But yeah, it's nice. Um, and you, I see in your email that you sent me, you wanted to talk about remake generation. So before we get into that, I'd just like to talk about Mafia Trilogy. Mm-hmm. Because the Mafia trilogy is going to be relaunched, starting with Mafia, the definitive edition, which, according to the news, is a full remake with an expanded story and not just a remaster. That's a quote from the studio. Available from the 28th of August, the trailer dropped on the 19th of May. Looks amazing. It looks beautiful. If you look at the original side by side with the new one, it does look like a totally new game. The graphics are beautiful, and obviously Mafia's, they're a good set, they're a good set of games. Uh, and then they're going to re-release like, the whole trilogy, so uh, there's a definitive edition for each one, so assumably each one will be a full remake with that expanded story. So that's something to look for, which leads us on to whether you think the remake generation is any good or not. So for me, it's, it's very much this a, a double-edged sword. I hate it, and then I buy them all. See, so, I, the only one I demo I tried was Resident Evil 2. And Resident Evil 2 was so much like Resident Evil 2 <laughs> that I didn't get it, because I completed Resident Evil 2, and I remember playing So when I did the demo, I was like, oh, I've already done this. And people have told me, ah, oh, but it's different. It didn't feel you. It looked different. But it felt like the same game. The puzzles were the same. The monsters were the same. It was just polished. 
So, and I see that Resident Evil have done Nemesis, and they're redoing Resident Evil Four. Uh, I'm not really interested. Let's see. <laughs> yeah, it's it's money for old rope, isn't it? You know, they're not they're not doing the work. They're just polishing something that was polished originally, presumably, just for a, a you know a generation or two later. Um, I'll give you an example. Uh, in the last week, uh, just over a week maybe, they've announced that they're releasing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two. I saw this, yeah. And I, I and this is this is how it goes. Oh, for fuck's sake, another remake. When are we going to get tired? And when are we going to see new games? Why don't we ever get anything new? Why are these companies spending all of their time just remaking their old games? Oh, man, what is it about this generation that it's been so lacklustre, it's been so lukewarm as a generation, we're staring down the barrel of new consoles, that the stuff we're seeing looks kind of pretty but it doesn't look like anything new well, I mean yeah why would you want a brand new Xbox X or PlayStation 5 to play Tony Hawk's from the 90s yeah so we're going to get a, we're going to get a whole new generation of consoles I've already seen videos I saw a video today that was the top 10 games that should be remade on the next generation console so I'm like I'm like, oh my god, you know, this is this is where we're at. This is the, you know, this is the problem with gaming. We're just, we're just getting, they're just getting more money off us for the same thing that we paid for originally. You should be able to say, I owned it originally, so give me a free copy. Da 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 da. And yeah. then I go, I mean, I'll probably get it when it comes out because I want to play. I want to play Tony Hawk's. Tony Hawk's. What does he do now? Like, is there not another skater out there that? Jacob Brand. Well, Tony, still, who the fuck's Tony Hawks? He's still well, skating. I, mean, I know who Tony Hawks is, but is, is he that big now, though? Yeah, he's, he's still skating. Is he? is he? Yeah, he's still skating. He's still I mean, I breaking world I records and stuff. stuff. I just, I don't know if I want to play Tony Hawks from the 90s. I want to play somebody new. Yeah. <laughs> I want to play a new... SSX. Yeah. I'd play it if it was new. I don't want to play SSX Tricky on next generation console because what it looked all right on the original console it's not that bad um, we're not we're not talking like thousands of years ago it's not like we're reinventing space invaders we're basically reinventing a game that was already good and just making it look shiny so because you were saying i mean mafia is a bit different because it's a full remake with more stories but mafia like, 3 cut. wasn't uh, mafia 3 this generation uh, Mafia 3 was, yeah. So I'm not sure what they're going to add to that. So we're getting a remake of a game from this generation? Uh, that apparently, yeah, they're going to do the whole trilogy. So, so yeah, that would be because Tim was playing Mafia 3 um, two years ago. I played it and it was, it was underwhelming as a game. I, I really liked the other Mafia games. There were certainly games for their time. Um, but for, for Mafia-style games, 3 was... I would it say it was the weakest. That games are going down the road of movies. Oh, let's just remake the road and whatever part and Terminator because people are going to watch it. And annoyingly, they do. Yeah. If everybody didn't play it or didn't watch it, then it would force creativity because it's not like there aren't enough writers out there or game designers. 
there are enough indie games that come out where you go, oh, they look interesting. So why are we relaunching mainstream games? It feels to me like companies like Capcom trying to keep their head above water by releasing a game they knew sold 20 years ago or 10 years ago. I want to see something new. I, I want to see Silent Hill 7 or Resident Evil 9 or wherever we're at, 8 or whatever. And I don't want to see remakes. Okay, they're great, but like you said, they're great if they're free for people that have already played them. I mean, not everybody is a, is a, was born in the year 2000. No. <laughs> you know, I played on PlayStation 1 and Mega Drive, and, you know, I want, I want new stuff. I wanted to get away. I wanted the next generation console because I wanted new games. I don't go out and spend 500 quid on an Xbox X so I can play Sonic the Hedgehog. Give that that's, that's not what I do. <laughs> but, so, yeah, I, I agree. I think, for me, I think it's probably bad. It's more bad than good because it's lazy. It's I, lazy game making. I agree that it's the death of creativity because there isn't any. Yeah. You know, it's this it's this aspect. And, and like I say, I'm the worst person for it because, you know, I saw a video where they were saying that they're going to put the skaters that were originally in the games in as they look now. You can play a version of them as they are now. So, oh, great. you know, old. <laughs> um... But I will be the first person in that queue buying that game, going, oh, I can't wait to play some Tony Arcs. Because I love that game. It's that. That's what I hate about it. Because I'm there cursing them for it, it. whilst shoving cash into their hands, going, give give me the game. I've never never gone back and played Battlefront 2. After I boycotted it, I've never gone back to play it. You do right. I was so disappointed with EA. Like, they will never get my money for Battlefront 2. They might get my money for other games, but they won't get my money for Battlefront because they, what they did was wrong. And I think more people need to do that, but they didn't. So they're, they're still going. They're still making crap. They're still churning out loot boxes that you have to pay for and things. Not on Battlefront, obviously, they changed that, but it was too late. They yeah. tried to do it. And, yeah, and it was way too late. That's the thing. They tried to do it. Um, Ubisoft with Breakpoint, they, they, they fucked it. And they've not really done anything to fix it. They didn't apologise. Yeah, do you remember all the stuff that they were going to do to correct Breakpoint? Yeah. Do you remember everything yeah. that they said in that release where they're like, these are the things we're going to do? Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen honest. a single one of those. I, I played all versions of the beta and I went on the forum I said this is shit, and I read other people's comments who said this was shit, and when the game released, it was still the same. None of those things have been changed. Um, and yet everybody still went out and bought it. You know, I'm, I'm, even now, it, it sells for like 20 quid. It's not worth 20 quid until it's fixed. And they're doing the same thing as they did with Wildlands. Oh, we're going to add a Terminator story. Oh, we're going to add a, a, a Splinter Cell story. <laughs> Why? It's been done. Do something else. I'm just going to pop a light on because I'm losing the uh, I'm losing the light here. Two seconds. I told you the idea of putting it on at the start, but then I was like, I'm just going to be sat in the room with a light on. There. Right there. I 
Can so, yeah, see? that's that rant, I'm afraid. Um, yeah, I'm not on board, I'm, uh, and I won't be going to get Tony Hawk's or Resident Evil 2 or Nemesis. Or... I wouldn't bother with any of the Resident Evils. Uh, you know, I might, I might get Silent Hill if they re-release that, the first one. I might. I could bend to that. But it, I mean, people are still... If, if Silent Hill 1 was the price that it was when I bought it in the 90s, I'd buy it. But if it's going to cost me 50 quid, it's not Absolutely. Did you have <laughs> I'm looking at your list, you've got another Yeah, Inquisitor. Yeah. So Inquisitor, Marta, is a Warhammer game and it's currently free on Xbox until the end of May. It's been free all month. Uh, it's a dungeon crawler and it's great. Warhammer are not renowned for doing amazing games. Uh, Vermintide is probably one of their best. Yeah. And uh, on the PC, they did Dawn of War back in the early 2000s, which was really popular, Simulator. Um, generally, they've got a few games out there. On the PS, you can get. Space Hulk Tactics, and there's another like Doom style Space Hulk games. They're not that good. They're alright, but one is a bit like XCOM and the other is like Doom. But this one, uh, fun! So you could choose uh, one of three characters. You've got a Psyker, a Assassin, or a. I'm not joking, basically. So I chose a Nutjob with a gun. And you basically you follow the storyline, and you're an inquisitor, and you're trying to find out what's happened to this ship with the Martha. It kind of comes out of war. You go on it. There's some chaos monsters on there. You kill them, and then you have to leave before it like walks away again. And you're trying to find out what happened and why it got taken over. So the maps are huge because it's um, it's like a whole star system, and you just pick a planet and you go to it. And then you've got like a list of missions and they range in level because as you play the game you level up. And so you've got missions that are like level 5 up to level 60. There's some PvP, uh, it's multiplayer co-op as well. The graphics are quite nice. There's tons of customization for your armor and shit. Um, achievements are fun because like the first achievement I saw was like kill 5,000 plague monsters. I was like, 5,000? What? Uh, it took about 10 minutes. <laughs> there are so many monsters that come at you but it's not like hard you can choose loads of different weapons so you've got like flamethrowers and rocket launchers and you've got like you can have two pistols uh, you can have one you can have a sword and an axe you can have a shield uh, you can have a sniper you can there's tons and tons of options and it's a really easy game to play you don't you can play it for like 20 minutes do a couple of dungeons come out and you don't even have to if you want to if you're level 50 and you want to do a level 5 dungeon, it'll be super easy, but you'll still gain like 2 points of XP. So if you just want to feel like the man, and just walk around and obliterate everything, you can. And I've done missions which are like 3 or 4 levels higher than my character, and they've been like, not, they've not been like really hard. I've done one multiplayer mission, where I was with a guy that was level 40, I think I was level 10, and I still felt like I was participating, I wasn't just like watching him run around kill everything, I just kind of 
you actually participate. So it's good. It's fun and, and free. It's not. It's still uh, fifty quid, and it's eighty nine quid with DLC. So um, if you want to get it and you're looking for a game to play, just do it. It's it's fun. It's it's just fun. So I'm saying, everyone out there, go and get it. You got to the end of May. Yeah, it's fun, and, and we can play it. Come on. I, uh, I I can't think of the last time I actually turned my Xbox on. Yeah. It's um, often regular between Xbox and PlayStation. Because I'm still playing State of Decay, because there was a big update, so that's cool. Like, free cars and clothes and shit. So I'm always playing State of Decay. I play Sims a lot. It's, it's annoying. It's like building swimming pools. Putting people in it and then building a wall around the swimming pool, watching them drown. Quite well done. I create people I don't like. And just that's fun. I enjoy that. I feel like up here. It's good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that, I think that's why I play that. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm split. Obviously with the VR, which is new. Mm. PlayStation. Although I played the shit out of Spider Man. So I got 100 percent on that last week on the main game. Uh, and it's actually one of the only games that I really fancy doing New Game Plus on hard level. Normally I don't want to do that because I completed Days Gone 100%, but I didn't touch the survival mode New Game Plus because it's just too fucking boring. Like, I really like Days Gone. Yeah, I do. But I don't want to play it again. I don't feel that the storyline needs to be played again. Whereas with Spider Man, if I don't do all the side missions and I just do the story, I think it'll be fun when we get plus because you'll be hard as nails and you can just like buzz through. So I, I might do that. So yeah, that's kind of what I'm going to do. So yeah, that's that's me. So that's everything I had on my list. I think that was... Oh, the one more thing that I spotted tonight. Uh, Doom. <laughs> so Doom Eternal did an update uh, last week where they added some software to stop you cheating. They got so much backlash that the anti-cheat software is going to be removed in the next update. So people are actually complaining because they can't cheat. Wow. <laughs> Which I thought was quite interesting. And, and in ID's defense, they've turned around and said, okay, we'll change it. And they cheat back to just the software. I mean, that's what we've come to. <laughs> I had a fallen out with that game. I never finished it. I didn't get it in the end. I was going to wait until it because I'm still going to do as balls on easy it's like why have a difficulty scale if easy is impossible to play <laughs> that's what's known as hard I believe that's yeah, right. hard and I believe you have a hard setting yeah, so Oh, there's, a, there's like nine, like nine difficulty settings. I'm pretty sure easy could probably be easy, and you could still live with it. But no. Who uh, who published that game again? Um, ID Software, oh, Bethesda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuckers. Well, I think they've done do more right, to be honest. Like, a game. I mean, I know obviously if you don't like it because it's hard, that's that's fair enough. Um, it's too hard. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, like I haven't played it, I haven't played the demo, um, which I liked, uh, and, and I really enjoyed the first game. And first game was fantastic. 
I do quite fancy playing it in VR. Mm. I think do VR would be would be fun because I've got the gun as well for VR. So that would be fun. I feel like I'm actually shooting things. Yeah, that's that is fun. <laughs> Get the gun. <laughs> so yeah, um, so that's yeah, that's everything for me. That's all. We are now up to date. All news is current as of uh, tonight. As of time of recording. Yeah, Doom was the latest thing, and, and all the other information I've given you, uh, I got Wednesday, Thursday. So we are well up to date. Must be. Type gaming news into Google. We've covered everything. That is a very current. Yeah, it is very current. So whoop. Wonderful stuff. I was just checking that there was nothing on my list, which I believe we covered everything on my list, we covered everything on yours, we can, uh, do you want to plug your, your social stuff? Um, yeah, uh, obviously I'm still got Gamekeeper on Facebook, so I've been trying, just recently I've been trying to update that every day, so you can find the Gamekeeper on Facebook, also the same Gamekeeper on Twitter and Instagram. Not so much on Twitter and Instagram. I'm te- generally using Facebook at the moment. Um, and I've obviously got my blog uh, as well. But the blog tends to be just news updates at the moment because you know, I could talk for hours and hours about VR. I'm not sure anybody wants to read that in the blog. 97 pages of why you should play VR. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, the gamekeeper, that's where I am. So just type it in, I'm sure you'll find it. And if you don't, I mean, obviously, you need to go past actual gamekeepers. Like Scottish gamekeepers that look after parks and rabbits <laughs> and shit. I, 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 I am in there. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Have fun looking for that. <laughs> I need a million views before I'm looking for it. It's okay, actually. I got like 50, 50 um, views this week on a couple of the posts. I'm quite impressed with that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was the Mortal Kombat thing. Because. Mortal Kombat have released a new pack where you can play as Robocop. Yeah. And you can use one of his finishing moves is shooting the guy in the dick. Like in the movie. Which is pretty cool. And you could and there's also rumours of Ash from Evil Dead in the next DLC. I'd seen that, yeah. Yeah. So that'd be cool. But Mortal Kombat's Mortal Kombat maybe. And they've added friendality. Yeah, I'd seen, the, I'd seen some of those. <laughs> the trailer's really cool, actually. Yeah. It does look fun. But it's Mortal Kombat at the end of the day. I mean, you buy a game and you get two characters and then you pay another 50 quid for characters that you actually wanted. <laughs> People do. <clears throat> That's where you get your money from, isn't it? <laughs> what can you do? <laughs> well, Mortal Kombat spent 390 quid. It's great. Thank you very much for that. Thank you for making the time. It's always good to uh, to discuss what's going on in the games world, what's coming up in the games world. As always, I'm sure we'll get back together and do. You know, we'll, there, there will be actual games to review soon in yeah. the next couple of months. Well, I mean, I can definitely review Iron Man in July. There'll be um, the Ghost of. Something over the samurai game. Oh yeah, Ghost of Onimusha or Rishi or some shit like that. Tomorrow. Yeah, I don't know what you mean. Um, I see pictures of it. It's 
not my type of game, so I've not really looked at it so much, but yeah, that, that's... And one day, we might get The Last of Us 2. Maybe. Ah! Um, PlayStation 4 are releasing a special edition Last of Us 2 console. Got a really nice pattern on it. Yes, I saw that the other day. Yeah, it actually looks really tasteful for a change. Mm. I find that special edition consoles are just got some shitty sticker on it. But this actually yeah. looks like it's moulded plastic. So mm. like the cover has got like a crop. It was real subtle, which was Yeah, which I, like, nice. I quite like that. Mm. Um, so and that and people are waiting for that game and seem really excited about it. So. I don't know why you're excited about the game it makes you depressed, but <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> right. Cool then. Thank you very much. I'll uh, I'll yes. I'll stop the recording there. Okay then. There you go, what do you think of that? Another one done. It was good. I thought it was real uh, real concise, real packed in. Yeah. Uh, do go and check out the Gameskeeper on all of the social medias mentioned. Certainly check out the blog, full of uh, lots of useful information. And uh, like JK was saying, it's updated quite regularly. So uh, use that as your source of games info. Yeah. YouTube watchers, make sure YouTube subscribers like, share, comment, get other people to like, share, and comment, and subscribe, all of that. Everybody jump over to thecookiecast.com, check us out over there, send us some social media love, email love, um, send us a picture of you loving the podcast, all of that sort of stuff. So there we go, that's this one done. Till next time, I'm going to say bye, I'll see you then. Bye.